Well, they played hockey last night. Coldest hockey game in the history of the NHL. Out at Target Field, they call it the Winter Classic. Mike Max, Pete Nigerian back on the huddle. Pleased to be joined by Dean Everson, the head coach of the Minnesota Wild. And and, and Dean, I, I, I talked about this earlier. I was reporting out there, and that, that's plenty cold. When you're coaching, I was wondering if you feel it the same way. Take us through, Dean, uh, what was a memorable and eventful night, obviously, last night. But but take us through the cold portion of that. How, how was it as a head coach to take the ice last night? Um, it, it was extremely cold, Mike. I'm not going to lie to you. It, uh, but you know, we had the the hot shot stuff in our boots, in our um, in our pockets, in our gloves, um, and it did. It, it, it took a little bit when we went out for warm up. We were cold, but after the first period, we uh, we adjusted a little bit with our uh, our setups as far as standing on the bench. And as you know, when you're moving around, clearly it, it, it allows you to warm up a little bit and we tried to jump around a little bit back there but uh it was pretty cold when you're just standing as uh you know out there last night pete coach with with that with the size of the crowd and and the excitement of the moment uh could you feel the energy could you feel the the forty thousand folks that actually were able to get out there and were they as excited as you thought they would be yeah, especially, you know, when we scored, we, we actually talked about it. We said it, it's kind of tough because they're they're away from the ice surface. But when Kirill scored the first goal to tie it up um, in the first period, uh, it, it was um, a tremendous roar. Um, and obviously we wish we could have did that a little more than we did uh, um, early, obviously, late in the game, especially in the third period we played real well and played with a sense of urgency that we needed to play with uh, um, certainly in that second period. But um, our fans were absolutely fantastic. Obviously, St. Louis fans were here as well and pushed us a little bit. But, um, you know, we wish we could have gave, you know, the result that uh, we all wanted last night. And Dean, there's so much that's gone on the last week with the Wild. Uh, the, the the COVID piece of it that you didn't play in Winnipeg and now some more games canceled, including Ottawa tomorrow night uh, in, in all Canada driven for different reasons. What, what has that been like to live that again the last couple of weeks for a coach? And, you know, you're practicing, you're practicing, but you've said often this week, hockey players want to play games. They, they, you know, practice is okay, but they want to play games. It sucks, Mike. Um, yeah. it, 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 you know, there, there's no, there's no, there's no better word. It, it, it sucks, and um, you know, and, and you know what? We we play a game. Um, you know, yeah, we're we're in the professional uh, sporting business, and obviously professional hockey. But um, you know, it uh, the world is is the same, right? It sucks. We we all were hoping that uh, we were past this, um, and obviously hit with this second wave has has really. Um, um, set a, 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 a negative on, on everything again, and everybody's down a little bit. But, um, you know, but we're going to do our best as, uh, as the world is. Um, we're going to do our best in the National Hockey League. Obviously, we're doing our best as the, the Minnesota Wild to uh, stay as positive as we can, stay as safe as we can, and hopefully uh, get back to uh, um, being as normal as we possibly can going forward. And coach, on that same uh, note, when you're talking about these postponements, and uh, you, you're sometimes they just uh, they jump on you fast. Uh, you, you're ready for these games, and within hours that you're getting postponed. 
How do you keep the players in a position where they're not too distracted by all of this, or maybe even counting on some of these postponements? How do you how do you get the get the guys ready each and every day? Because that's got to be difficult because they just never know when the when it's going to happen and when these postponements are there and and what sort of changes are going to be made. You know, it's a really good point, Mike, because we we've had it happen day of, we've had it happen the night before. Um, we're ready to play, and then and then you don't play a game, and and uh, you know as was documented, I don't think we played in 11 games or or, 12, or 11 days or 12 days prior to last night. It hurt us, um, no question. It's not an excuse. We have to play better, but it did hurt us not being in a in a game rhythm. It took us, you know, obviously two periods before we kind of got to our game. St. Louis had played a game a couple of nights before. They were they were at their game. They were at a game ready situation so we we try to do our best um we try to uh simulate game situations we practice at times of games we um did our morning skates we tried to you know uh, monitor our work uh to rest load so that we're we're ready for these games but um it's reality that that we're not going to be sharp um which means that we have to simplify a little bit more than we did certainly uh early in that game and and in the second period um but uh, you know, our guys honestly have done a good job of uh, not um, feeding into that distraction, not using that excuse. Um, we just got to work out of this situation that we're in as far as um, our win losses here as of late and uh, get back to uh, um, hopefully the win part. Yeah, Dean Everson's our guest, Wildhead coach. And Dean, you mentioned that it's a five-game losing skid now, and a lot of you, you talked a lot about the power play over the last uh, couple of weeks. Now, last night, you know, when they score six and you don't have uh, uh, Brodine and Spurgeon, there, you know, there's a blue line issue that you usually don't have either. But but um, w- when you look at it and you break it down, is it? I mean, do you get to power play? Do you get to what first? Well, it gets to what happens most often when power plays end or you're not scoring, and that's to go back to basics, to back to simplifying, back to get pucks at the net, and then outnumbering people. you got five people on the ice, so therefore, let's just get pucks to the net. I think we're trying to be too precise with our, with our set plays, with our set positions, and um, we talked a lot about it last night that uh, it has to get better. Um, there's no question. We've had opportunities. We've had chances on it, but who cares? Um, the puck is not going in the net, which means we have to do something in order um, to give ourselves a better chance and put pucks in the net because it's hurt us and it's hurt us all year. Um, so it, we, we've got to make an adjustment, and that'll be simplifying. There'll be some personnel changes um, to get people uh, that are going to do the right things in that area. And I'm not saying that the guys that are on it aren't trying to do the right things. We're just uh, in a position where we have to do something in order to uh, to create uh, obviously goals on our power play. Well, and it's been it's been great to watch as a guy like myself, Coach. Uh, I'm not I'm not a huge hockey guy, and I love what, when I do get the opportunity to go to wild games. It's unbelievable the energy that's there. And for a guy like me who's an old football guy, and I'm looking at hockey, I'll tell you what I love watching Kaprizov and what he's able to do with the puck and how he's able to you know, get the kind of offensive game that, that you want to see out there, obviously. Are you, uh, are you pleased with where he is right now in his development because of his, obviously he's young, but are you pretty happy about where he is right now and where he might be into the future? 
Yeah, no question. I, uh, you know, start of the year, he struggled. He didn't score um, off the start. There's a, a, a dual reason. Um, teams clearly know who he is. They're double, kind of sometimes triple teaming him. Um, he has done a great job of, of uh, working himself out of it um, with his work ethic, with doing some stuff as far as give and goes and moving the puck earlier so he doesn't give defensive teams and or defensive players an opportunity to close in on them and outnumber them. Um, not unlike uh, double teaming a guy in football where someone's got to be open, right? Um, two people are going to come to you, then someone else should be open. So um, that's exactly what uh, he's recognized. He's played, um, you know, using his teammates. Um, but I think what's worked him out of it has been his work ethic, simply that. He just grits it out, works every day, practice and in games, um, and it has led us in that department here um, you know, as of late, and, and we need more people to pull like he is right now. Dean, just two more quick ones for you, and we'll let you go. Uh, number one, uh, Bill Guerin gave you guys extensions, and I think that, you know, yeah. Bill looks at, uh, at least from near as I can tell, you know, he says, I, I, I look at everything, and then I make decisions, and, and he's been pretty instinctive and pretty good about that so far. Uh, what does that mean to you? And then, and then secondary, there will be no Olympic participation from the NHL, which, of course, buys some time so that you know you can get some games in. How, how do you manage that with players that were counting on playing in the Olympics? Is that a huge disappointment, or where, where does that go? Well, first off, uh, yeah, we're, we're all, uh, as a coaching staff, uh, extremely um, excited, um, proud, and, and thankful for the opportunity to move forward here with the Minnesota um, Wild. Uh, Craig Leopold and obviously Billy Garen and his guys uh, um, trusting that, that, that we can continue to, to work towards our ultimate goal, which is uh, winning the Stanley Cup um, here in Minnesota, and we're going to do everything we possibly can. So excited about our entire coaching staff being back. Um, and an opportunity for the next three years to uh, um, get to that spot that uh, that, that we want to be. As far as the Olympics, um, you know, sure, there's guys that are disappointed um, in our room, but there's not much we can do about it, right? Um, it's just uh, um, it's canceled now. So um, as far as the games, we're going to have to, you know, uh, obviously plug in some hockey games. We're not sure what's going to happen throughout that all-star slash Olympic break if we're going to, have some time off, not have some time off, a little bit of time off. So um, our group has done a great job of just uh, taking it day by day, um, game by game, and uh, and then moving forward. We have to obviously do that now um, going forward with everything, all the distractions that are going on, work through that and uh, get ourselves in a position where we can compete at the end of the year. Uh, keep thawing out, Coach. But thank you so much for giving us some time uh, tonight. And it was quite a celebration today. And it was quite a celebration of hockey last night, win or lose. So thank you so much. Thanks, Coach. Thank you, Mike. Appreciate the time.